uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports. And I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. This one's going to be messy. I can feel it. Welcome to Too Much Dip. It's a Thursday live stream. We're back. We're back looking yes. good. Mike, Micah, Dylan, KJ, and me. I'm Dave. We are yeah, uh, hey, uh, having fun. Going on going on uh, hour 32 of no water, but in morale is uh, is low. Not going to lie. But it sure is nice to see these these handsome faces in front of me. It's, uh, it's lifting the old spirits. And I'm ready to get sharp on the sports. The old spirits. Micah, how are you doing? You know, I, I'm good. I just got back uh, from Houston where I had flown uh, to drop off my children in Cancun and immediately <laughs> to help the state of Texas. Uh, other than that, I, I too am on, I don't know, 32 hours without water. I look like hell. I, you know, I'll, I'll raise the curtain a little bit here. I, I spent all day lobbying the guys just to make this an audio-only podcast <laughs> because I, I look like shit. Yeah, we're in the same boat, though. I mean, oh, I feel if, bad. If, I, if, if I took my hat off and showed you what my hair looked like, it's it's like all matted down and greasy from going. I haven't showered since Tuesday. It's it's not pretty, uh, but we're we're gonna make the best of it, you know. KJ, how are you, man? You know, what's, what's the situation up there. Uh, I'm hanging in there. I've got I've got zero complaints, relatively speaking. As of about last yesterday afternoon, around four or so, I've had power since then. Uh, maybe uh, two hours here and there on Monday and Tuesday during the day. Um, but it was a little rough go of it. Very blessed. Hashtag humble to have a gas fireplace. So we did have some heat in the house uh, with a little one that was uh, crucial. Um, you know, being able to get that done was, was key. But other than that, we've had water so far. Um, I have seen fire trucks out and plumbers out to at least two or three of my neighbors. So I don't know if I'm in the clear. I did a walk around the house. Um, once things come back to normal and I can turn the power off and check my water meter, I'll know that I fully, you know, made it out of, uh, out of the weeds, but you know, no ceilings have fallen in. So very grateful here. Well, you have a, uh, you have a hockey rink in your backyard, so that's kind of cool. Oh man. That's where I'm going to probably be paying my, uh, uh, paying for my dues here. I, I don't know. We lost Micah there. Um, so yeah, my pool out back has, uh, no less than about three quarters of an inch of night of ice. And I know it's three quarters because, uh, your boy tried to go get some content this afternoon and put his boot right through, the, <laughs> right through the pool. And very close, two inches, right? Uh, Isn't two inches like the the the, the bare minimum for like supporting a, a grown man? News to me, news to me. I figured not hearing it crack is uh, all I needed. That was my all safe and clear. And so I was yeah. trying to go through my head, like, okay, the middle of the pool that's probably going to be weaker. So I'm just going to see if I can't stand up on the side of the pool. And I put my hand on the spa put a full force of one foot into the pool and the boot went straight through the ice. (laughs) And I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And all I hear is a muffled no from inside from my wife screaming like hypothermia ain't worth it. 
I think I saw the uh, the the dude perfect guys who live. I think not too yeah, far from where you 45 are. Forty five minutes north or so. Yeah, they uh, they were ice skating on their uh, on their pool, which I thought was kind of cool. Hey, respect, yeah. full respect. The Those real guys, question, man, crazy. Real question for KJ is like, how are the greens looking? Are they holding up at Thorn Tree or what? Well, due to the wet boot, I didn't do a full exploration, but you can tell people have been out there fucking around on the course. Like you can't hide evidence in the snow. Like there are clearly, no. you know, footsteps and then, uh, what, what do you call it? Swing marks. I don't know. Like fucking snow was chopped up from somebody taking a hack at it. So some snow, snow, divots. snow divots, snow divots. There you go. Um, nice. You know, so I might get out Is there. I think called, I've got one or two orange balls. <laughs> I've got one or two orange balls. I'll I'll get out there in the morning. Come on. I'm sorry. Mike is back. We're not doing those. Welcome jokes. back. Hello. I have returned. It's great when your Wi-Fi uh, goes out. You know. You know. Mike is really feeling down in the dumps when he doesn't lead off with the Cole Campbell quote of some sort. He had to come in with the topical. Sorry, I was. I, yeah. I tried to figure out what Cole. If Cole Campbell made a joke about to, uh, Ted Cruz, that was kind of what I was going for. I, I hope okay. the, the leader of the bubble butt baddies is okay. I haven't had much access to Instagram. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I think a, he's doing okay. The tough one for me. He's from an area much better equipped for cold weather. So he's probably doing just, just fine up there. Uh, you know, I wish you would have slid it into my DMS and given me some tips. <laughs> you should have, we should have hit him up for some advice. Dude, he gives out stock tips all the time, man. Uh, you know, we should, we should have went to the source. Um, have any of you sank to, I don't know, broke boy college levels to make anything or cook anything this week? Buddy. I, I just uh, had some of, uh, some of Parks's uh, frozen chicken nuggets. No. And, uh, let me tell you, they're good. Those things are oh, good. Oh yeah. I, so I was out and about just wanted to check out the roads and I was hoping there were some places open. We really, we desperately wanted pizza. Well, nothing's open. Came home, opened my freezer, found some mini corn dogs, some State Fair mini corn dogs, and some uh, P.F. Chang's egg rolls. Ooh, there you let's go. go. And uh, that's essentially what I had for dinner. And uh, some cold brew coffee now to wash it down. So, yeah, I, it's just probably the, it's probably the most disturbing dinner I've had in years. Did you air fry them? No, because I didn't have time. I microwaved the corn dogs and oven the the egg rolls because I didn't have time. I had this live stream. I didn't get home till like six. You know, the air fryer heats things remarkably quickly. I know, but I don't have it out. It's like it's put away in my pantry, and it would just be a whole production. Micah, um, we had access to our grill here because it's gas powered. Okay. So. We've had hot meals every night, even when we didn't have power for the three nights that we didn't have power. Um, one night, Will and Sally came down, and Sally came down with some like gluten-free mac and cheese, and I like I had it in a pot out on the grill. It was pretty bootleg, but other than that, it it worked out okay. I feel you. I did my first non-drunk stove-top frozen pizza on Monday. I have a gas stove, so that's the only way we could cook anything. It's the only as the only way I would eat any food. Um, and I yes. bust the the frozen pizza out from Costco, and I'm like, "All right, 
I know I can heat this son of a bitch up on the stove. Like I've done it before, but all of those times you would wake up the next morning after, you know, being hammered and have like Totino's seared to the coils. And I didn't want that. So I wrapped it in foil, threw it in a pan. I was like, all right, yeah, good enough. And I should have Googled. Cause like, all you have to do is find something you can put a top on and fucking heat it up and, and it'll, it'll work if you just put a top on a pan. But that was a pretty beaten pizza. All the toppings, ice cold, the bottom, charred black. Hmm. Live and learn. I I was wondering if I was going to fire up the Traeger. I might need to, I'm low on pellets. I might need to come get some wood chips from Dylan. <laughs> uh, well, you won't find any here, Dave. I got rid of all the wood chips, man. So thank you for, uh, for bringing that back up. Yeah. <laughs> It's been so long. It's been so Mm -hmm. long. Um, We had a whole rundown for Monday's episode that we couldn't record. And I feel like there's a few things we could just bounce around on that might still be topical. Obviously the big news today is the Carson Wentz stuff, but I mean, why talk about Carson Wentz when you can talk about Johnny Manziel? (laughs) I missed all of this. I have to fully admit I knew the fan controlled football league was coming back. Or was coming out. My fans. It is. It's it's a it's madness. In what way? So <laughs> controlled it's, in what way? It's on Twitch only. That's where they show their games. The there's four teams. One that's co-owned by Rachel Lindsay from The Bachelor. Uh, another has like Quavo what? from. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. Why am I forgetting Quavo and Hancho's Migos. Migos. Thank you. Um, another is owned by like Marshawn Lynch. And I think Richard Sherman has ownership stake in a team. There's a professional wrestler involved. Mm -hmm. And then also the team that Johnny plays for is called the zappers because Bob Minnery apparently owns the team or is like co-commissioner of the league. And I, I think Bob Minnery. And I, I just, I mean, I can't believe Johnny's wearing zappers across his chest. Bob Mennery, known to many as the voice of Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Correct. He's the guy who does the, the funny voiceovers. That, okay. I, I respect he's it. Also just like, he's also just like a super cool guy who we met in California. Yeah, I heard he was really cool. Really cool at that Callaway thing. He's just the coolest guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of the Whoa. voice of Wild Wings. That See, is guys, a, guys, guys. I didn't know that about him, actually. Guys. I have Danny Amendola on the phone. <laughs> cool. Cool, Bob. Hey, Danny. Yo, Danny, what's up? Dude, you should call your friend Danny. Uh, Danny has been trapped in his uh, mansion on top of a hill for several days, living in a tent with his wife, uh, his ex-wife, his other child, and now his three-month-old. So things are not oh going well for Danny, but they did get their God. yesterday. Uh, so the oh. mansion doesn't have power? Uh, it did not have power, and it's all glass. So he was just very cold. Tell Danny I said hello. It's yeah, been a while whole, since I've seen him. Whole squad shouting out, Danny. Danny, good, good guy. Um, <laughs> all over the place. It's at least it's zappers and not river monsters. Is that what uh, Jared Lorenzen had on like his last jersey he ever wore? May he rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, sure. But I to answer your question, better. Dylan, as far as how it's uh, fan controlled. Yeah. You can essentially like buy into like what look to be like kickstarters. And that's kind of how these teams can like franchise tag a player or 
acquire a player. I think the fans get to select plays through an app or something. Every which way they try to involve fans, like they're trying to. But I did see a team raise like $25,000, and that was going to pay the salary of some player. So I have no idea like what the juice is for what, you know any of these players aside from the fact that like you know yeah. it, it exists not know not knowing what the league was i saw a clip i think someone posted it on twitter they did an extra point attempt and it was just a one it was just a receiver versus defensive back one on one with a quarterback that wasn't being rushed by anybody and that was the extra point attempt it was I, really strange like what's the future like of the football dumb, looked like the dumbest thing of all time I have uh, the only thing that I've seen on, on like rules is that they it's a 50 yard field and it's 35 yards wide. You know, normal fields, 53 yards wide, obviously, you know, 100 plus 10 yard end zones. So I'll have to dig into it deeper. They play every other week. So there's no games this week. There's a game the following week. So Johnny's um, getting my week. Basically. Exactly. He, he lit him up, though, for one, one of five for 11 yards in his debut. <laughs> Huge. Wow. Huge. I hope Johnny, I hope Johnny doesn't make the mistake and go to Cabo for his bye week like Tony did. <laughs> Is anyone getting more free his, pub? Drop his daughters off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could go to Cancun and <laughs> chaperone his daughters just to see that they get off the plane with their Goldman Sachs yeah. uh, manager wife. Hashtag girl dad. All, all, all good dads know that you drop your daughters off in, in Cancun and then just leave them in Mexico for a few days. What does that say? What the funny thing is? What and there's a lot of funny things, but what does it say about what he thinks about his wife that he didn't trust her to get his kids on a plane? <laughs> He's such an idiot. He's like, I guess I got to do everything myself. My only thought on this whole thing is like, we know obviously that's a bullshit smokescreen, but like, who in the camp didn't say, I don't know, Ted. Maybe you should take a layover in Miami, or in fucking. Phoenix or somewhere where they won't notice you immediately on a direct flight to Cabo. You have to go direct to yeah. or fly pry. My, yeah. Get to Brownsville and then the fly. Means, do you not have the means to fly private? That would have looked a lot worse. Carlton in, in Cancun. They've got the, the means to fly pry. Oh, fire alarm um, going off. There we go. I love that. I'll talk to y'all. It's been real. Yeah, let's, let's, just no, hold up white you signs with your hot, with oh, your points. <laughs> oh, we should have made Mike um, a fucking uh, what is it? Uh, Love everything. What's that movie? I don't know. Love actually. Love actually. Love there you actually. go. He should have white yeah, white signed cards. it. Um, only other quick football note: D D like three, five, six, and seven football is back. McNeese State and Tarleton played last week. Went to double overtime. Uh, didn't catch much of the game, but uh, it did. <laughs> and then uh, everybody else is back this week. Look who it is. Look who it is. Oh, wow. Talk about leveling up. Yo, wow. I, heard, uh, I heard Micah lost a little Wi-Fi. Yeah, he's, he did, man. Thanks for tagging in. Well, What's I was up? just coming here to actually just watch because I, I'm just a little bored, but I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting to get shot immediately in, but it's good to be here. Well, he just had his fire alarm go off right after that. So you've made all of the right decisions by taking he's, refuge elsewhere. He's killing it. Yeah. You're right in time. We were actually just talking about love. Actually true story. Facts. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. That's I heard. I, I thought I saw the bat signal out above Lake Austin right now. So I thought I'd hop in. <laughs> Will, have you um, 
I'll ask you the same question. I think that you're in a little bit better digs uh, uh, food-wise, but have you had any Broke Boy College meals this week? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, one, something I, I found out about Broke Boy College meals is that, uh, did you know Raisin Bran has more sugar content than a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yes, I do. And this is because I used to be obsessed with Raisin, raisin Bran Crunch specifically. Yeah, that shit. And I was goes. eating this stuff like crazy. And then one day I decided, hey, let's check the nutrition facts. And I was blown <laughs> away. And I haven't touched the stuff. This was probably like seven years ago. I haven't touched the stuff since. Dude, it's insane. Cinnamon it's Toast insane. Crunch seems like the most sugary cereal you could possibly have. And somehow Raisin Bran has more sugar in it. They brand it oh, as shit. being like kind of good for you. because it, Yeah, it's got raisins in it. But no, it's it, terrible. And people wonder why like. 10 year olds are out of control little fuckers because that's all they're eating. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm still, I'd still go in on it. You don't get these cheeks without uh, just bypassing that sugar content uh, category. It's fair. Well, I might come use your shower tomorrow, man. If you it's need dire to, over here. I'm not going to lie. So we've had a little scare over the last uh, few hours for the first time since we've been in our new place. We've had numerous outages mm. uh, via power. They've all lasted about five to ten minutes, so nothing too concerning. But just the 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 flicker off is kind of devastating every time it happens. So mm. let me tell you this: when you notice that water pressure gets, if it even feels like it's a tinge low, you got about thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So Fill up do that what you got to do. <laughs> we still have very good water pressure. And I'm pretty sure it's because no one is actually managing the situation within our new complex. I think it's just a reckless scenario where people are just like, I don't actually think there's that many people that actually live in this complex. And so I think that we are kind of just kind of coasting until something bad happens. And when something bad happens, I think it's going to be real bad. Like they haven't, they haven't hired the full maintenance staff at this point. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, 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 I don't know. Feel terrible, but uh, you know, I oh before uh, before we settle on this topic, Will, I would like to make sure that you get market value for uh, this this request that was just made. I believe either right before this or right when we started, Dylan said he would pay a certain price for a shower. So uh, you know, just make sure you don't go don't don't give it out for free. Okay. I will open my wallet and let you take as much as you think it's worth. I don't know if we take the wallets. One hot shower. These are because you're a friend. I will let you take one steam shower in my steam shower. Ooh, now we're talking. Free tips. But anything after that, you got to pay top dollar for. I'm talking twenty to thirty dollars per shower. Can I get some towel whips in? Yeah, yeah. There is the one thing that is kind of. I don't know. It might be a hiccup for you, but I do request that I am in the shower with you while it happens. Ooh. Absolutely. No now this way. is a love's truck stop situation. I love it. Sally <laughs> just walked back in from walking Rosie. So I got to dip out, but it was a pleasure seeing you guys. I was not expecting to actually have a conversation with y'all. Well, here's He's just for Sally. Yeah. Big. Right. Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> Later y'all. Later. Bye. Man, I'm wearing the same clothes that I've been wearing like the last three days. It's not good. And <laughs> I actually, I I actually, I did a workout. I'm not, I'm not changing clothes. I worked out last night. No. Yeah, that was reckless. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
I, I didn't think about the, I thought I was very optimistic about, Oh, we'll get the water tomorrow. And uh, now I don't think we're going to get it until like Monday. <laughs> Dude, don't say that, Dave. I, really? I'm planning for a, a waterless weekend. So, Dylan, when you oh. text me saying you want to do some water sports with me, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> what, what makes you think Monday? Are you just being uh, pessimistic, like, like worst case in your no, brain? I think, I think it's uh, maybe it's because I've been reading way too much stuff on the Ring app and uh, the Next Door app, but I also watched <laughs> the city's press conference this morning on Facebook Live, which. Can they not post it somewhere else? Like, I have to go on Facebook to find out about like, what's going on with my municipality. Uh, anyway, just it sounded they're not giving you any timelines, which is normal. But what from what they're saying, like the water treatment has to run, and I think we're going to be boiling water for at least three or four more days. And I don't think we're going to get water till uh, Sunday, maybe. You're taking this dad life thing way too serious. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go stay somewhere else. I can't. I can't keep doing this. Well, let's run through these quick dips uh, as far as sports go, and then uh, we can figure out the rest from there. I don't think anyone else uh, besides me, while we were in Verdansk, watched the uh, Naomi Osaka and Serena Williams uh, match the other night. But you know, changing of the guard is an understatement. What Naomi did in this match was straight clinical. It's not like I watch a ton of tennis, but uh, to see what I think of as like one of the best athletes of all time, male or female, and Serena Williams get like just piecemealed, and she's been beat by her before, was just crazy. Uh, so Australian Open Finals will be Friday night at like 2 a.m. our time or Saturday morning, whatever. But on to the stuff that people care about here. Carson Wentz. Uh this I I guess I've been living in like a I haven't really been paying that much attention, but it this hit me like out of the, out of nowhere this morning. Had there had there been like a lot of buzz about this potentially going down? A little, but it was it was seemingly like not recent though. There was kind of a, a light buzz about it. The Colts about- always felt like the 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 you know one of three actual realistic destinations, and made the most sense. I feel like given that Frank Reich. Is I, uh, I'm kind of happy for Carson Wentz. He just needed a new, a new environment, a new team, a new set of coaches, a new, new teammates around him. I, this is going to be good for him, I think. He's got. We obviously know that he's got talent. Yeah. Um, I have nothing against the guy, and now that he's not a, an eagle, I, you know, I have no reason not to, not to like the guy. So um, I think this is going to be good for him. It does make me realize that, uh, you know, you've you've got Daniel Jones. In the division for the NFC East, aside from Dak Prescott, like as an established quarterback, like Washington re-signed Taylor Heineke or whatever the guy's name was. So like things so look fucking prime for one of the teams in the NFC East to like take over and ride out. Like as soon as this happens, like Dak's got to be like, sign my fucking deal. Like we're making the playoffs yeah. for next three years. And I think the Eagles take a like a thirty-three million dollar dead cap hit because of this, something like that, for next year. They basically have to like pick up rookie quarterbacks, right. and they're they're drafting sixth overall. So you know they're not in a bad spot. Like I, I think it makes sense. True. It probably is why uh, the Colts all they had to do is give up a third round this year, and next year it's a second that could become a first for a guy with a Super Bowl. Like, you know, title technically, you know, got them there 
and one injury, but it's only four years in. So checks out to me, man. Yeah, apparently him and Frank Reich were really close, probably still are. So I, that's an angle I hadn't really thought about. Good for him, get out of Philly. Less, uh, you know, there's really – I know Indy made the playoffs, has a good team, mm-hmm. but, like, way less pressure yeah. in the Indianapolis market than being in Philly and getting batteries thrown at your head. And, I mean, it, it won't be so bad there because it's going to be expected for him to be second in that division behind the Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer, Jaguars, and, and whatever else goes on. Um, so, makes sense to me. Do you want to see Jalen Hurts as uh, Philly's quarterback? Or would you yes. rather them draft? Dylan him? definitely does. I absolutely do. The guy, he's just, he's just can't. He, all right, what's the, what's the nicest way? He just doesn't. He doesn't throw the football well enough to like be <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. He, it's fine. He's a good quarterback. All right, he he knows how to win, but he's not a, a big time thrower of the football. Makes sense. You know, and he's, they're never they're never going to be great with him under center, is what I'm trying to say. Wow. Dude, you're it's melting true, the ice. The guy, you're melting the even ice. In Carl, even in college, man, he was, in his, he was on these, these great offenses for, for these great teams with a lot of talent around him. He was really good at hitting wide open guys, but he's not, he's not you know, he's not going to fit it into tight spaces. He's not going to carry the team with his arm. He's just not. I like the guy. Good guy. I agree. I like him too. I I hate when people I like go to teams that I despise. Um, Yeah. And that happens a lot because I'm sure people think the same about the Cowboys. But, um, yeah, I don't think he's their long-term answer. I I feel bad for him. That was so weird how they handled it last year with benching him for the last – what was it, the last game or the second half of the last game? Second half of the last game. What? <laughs> and, and that's what got Doug Peterson got, uh, fired. Peterson wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say this about Jalen uh, Hurts. I like him as a player. I think he can be serviceable. I think you can look at, I hate when these comparisons are made, but you look at what teams like the Ravens were able to do to take a quarterback who has a unique skill set, bend their offense around him and make it successful. I think that's critical. Um, yeah, I know too, a little too close. This is a Wes Welker, Danny Amendola <laughs> comparison. Um, but what I don't like about Jalen hurts is I have yet to see, and this should, this doesn't matter. It's just my opinion. I've yet to see an interview with him or a post game interaction where I haven't come away being like that guy fucking sucks. Like he takes the Nick Saban approach to every interview he's done. And a lot of it came out of like how he was treated during the Tua battle. But like every interview I saw with him since was just always dismissive, was short. And you don't have to be, you know, big wow guy on camera. But, you know, those things matter when it comes to like likability. And it, I've never really uh, enjoyed that side of him. So interesting. Fair enough. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, um, we need to have Gus Smalls on sponsor this podcast because this motherfucker's getting paid. I should send a link to Dan, our our buddy Dan Register. Yeah. Just did you see the uh, Gus Smalls on tweet today? Just I did not. On us, he just posted a photo, just a just a fit pic of him in like you know sunny Florida, South Florida, Central Florida, wherever, and it just oh, said yeah. like seventy two degrees and warm and sunny, like mm. you know. Like, dude, read the room. No, he's doing that on purpose. He's trying to recruit Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a recruiting move for wow. sure. Wow. 
Come on. Yeah. He's playing dirty. Like he's playing dirty. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Hey, I, I would away. genuinely be curious to know what the UCF perspective is on this because I think it's about as good as you could ever ask for. Like, the this is a, a fucking home run and a half. But, you know, I'm curious to know if Dan's free, hop on Monday or tonight, whatever. I am very curious to know that perspective because as someone who uh, roots for a team hard in the AAC and has UCF at home on the schedule this year, I saw this news and I was like, it's great for them. It sucks for, you know, SMU and it's going to suck for Memphis and Cincinnati and everyone else that's been trying to fight for like top of that conference. Um, like, like, uh, you know, basically to be leaders in that conference since UCF has been down. He, uh, this is, he get, what's he, I say two years and he's gone two years and he's going to the big 10 or something. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's a step it's a stepping stone school, unfortunately. Which is offensive to to UCF people because they've earned their I think absolutely their it is way to the at the you know their seat at the table. But it, I, there's no way he's going to be at, U, at UCF for the next eight years. Agreed. I think right. uh, money wise, to remind everybody, he's getting paid. He got half of twenty one point five million. So you know you do do the math there. Um, in December, he's due the rest of that basically over the next few years from Auburn. And then he's getting 11 and a half million from over the next five years from UCF. So 2.5 million a year. And the way they structure it is ridiculous. It's like $500,000 base salary plus um, like all of this, like speaking engagement, all this other money so that like his salary as a state employee shows up, you know, not two point whatever million. Um, I don't think he's banking on a playoff extension. I mean, this same statement was said about like Sonny Dykes and some of these other big names that go to these schools. You need two 10 win team, two 10 win years and you're out of there. Like Lou fickle staying at Cincy for another year makes sense. Cause you're getting your quarterback back, but you know, Luke fickle. Uh, I don't see him staying there after next year. Well said update. We got an update from Micah, by the way, he sent us a video. He's standing outside his apartment in the snow with all of his neighbors and all of his neighbors' dogs. Looks like they're having a good time. The alarm is just going crazy. So good for Micah. Oh my God. Can't catch a break to, over there. He could I'll invite them over here. Just get pissed drunk with Micah tonight. I might I might come through, man. Oh shit. Dude, everybody's everybody's invited. Everybody's <laughs> everybody eats. I don't eat till everybody eats. Um bring some dude, liquid maybe, IV. We didn't get a chance to talk to uh, JJ Watt. Yeah, we missed this story. Yeah. Thoughts? Damn. I, I've always uh, read. Damn. Like everybody, everybody, like, he, he kind of seems like a. How do I put this? Early on, I hated him. I thought he was just a total douche. And then I kind of started to find the douche endearing. And then he started doing all the charitable stuff and was like a really big part of the community in Houston. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so you couldn't Dude, call I him a douche anymore? So no, it, no, and that if I ever ran in, and if I ever ran into him, he would just beat the pulp out of me. Um, but it, it was kind of sad, man. It, that would be like for me, a Mavs fan, if if Dirk left before he ever got a ring, and I would be devastated because he's he was everything to that franchise. Yeah, this makes that team almost unrecognizable now. The question I have about that situation is that there's, a, I guess, someone released a statement saying that 
maybe it wasn't even a statement, just kind of how the word got around that they decided to release him out of respect in lieu of trading him. So if they were, question for you, KJ, if they were to trade JJ, well, obviously he's near the end of his career. He's not the same guy he was, but still has value. Obviously he's still, he's still good. What would his trade value have been had they moved him that way? Um, I think you look at a team like, uh, let's see, who would have been a D lineman in a way that would have pushed for something like this? You know, this would have been like a trade maybe the Rams would have made a year or two ago or a trade that um, I'm trying to think of who else was in the, uh, like maybe that the Packers would have made and thrown like a two or three out there. But he definitely had trade value, contract or not. Uh, that that's that's insane to think that he had no trade value. It wasn't out of the fact that like they couldn't find anybody to take him. Several teams uh, would take him and his contract. That's just ridiculous. What would happen yeah. with him? The reason they'd release him is basically saying like you get to go pick where you're going. You know, yeah. um, if I'm a Houston Texans fan, like what the fuck are you like still doing today? Like as a Texans fan, like. You're, it's not like you have this huge legacy of the Oilers or all of these other like memories to feel, feel happy about. Like I would hang my hat on David Carr having like the most sacks as a rookie or getting sacked the most times as a rookie quarterback and fucking up uh, his career. Dude, do not sleep on Matt Schaub. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, there you go. Matt Schaub, who just retired this year. <laughs> yes. Man, they should have signed Schaub. him to a one-day contract. Put up some numbers, man. Um, yeah, the, if, I don't know if I'm that, I'm just, I'm hanging my hat on the old Oilers logo and color scheme. Cause it's the best thing that they've done and football wise, rightfully. So the Titans were like, nah, fuck that. We're never like letting you wear those throwbacks or anything. Basically. God, they got smoked for, in that deal. I feel bad for Deshaun Watson at this point. I, I already did before this, but his, that team is just unrecognizable at this point. Such bad um, timing. Yeah, I, I really hope they, they find a way to, to trade him, get him what he wants. It's with the fact that he signed this fall, like a team is going, it, it could happen draft day or in June, basically. Like, are the only two times like it's going to happen? It's like right before the season starts, and a team with a good quarterback that has a shot has a need, and they're willing to mortgage the farm for this year, or next year, or whatever. But, right. Like you're, you're going to need a, a Rams type situation where they're like, no, we need to win now. Otherwise our cap's about right. to explode. Like let's say Dak and the Cowboys franchise for another year. And he re-injures himself. Like that's a team that's in a situation that says, fuck it. We'll trade two ones and a two and go get Deshaun. Like then you're not bringing Dak back, but like, fuck, like that's the move you got to make. So who knows? Speaking of that, there's a lot of buzz on Dak getting a, a deal done in the next week or something. Um, the window for know, his I, next franchise is like up until like the first week of March or something, right? Did y'all see? Yeah. Did you see who uh, who's making a killing off of the uh, natural gas? Oh, Jura? Jerry. Uh, Jerry is a partial owner or majority owner of uh, an oil and gas company. Uh, I think they operate out of Louisiana, Haynesville Shale. And uh, apparently they're, I think he quote, he's quoted as saying, it's like they hit the jackpot. So he's got all the monies. He has all the US, USD. Good That's, for Jerry. Exactly. <laughs> he, he, he needed a break finally. Pay Dak, pay the man. 
Come on, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, we saw it, Ricky. We saw it. Actually, the guy who started the thread, I think, already commented in this comment section already. I just feel like it was appropriate. No R. He's a pioneer of broadcasting. Okay. As um, is Micah. <laughs> I feel like we missed the boat. Aha. On talking about the Brady trophy toss and him being hammered. Did y'all talk about Brady being hammered uh, on circling back at all? We joked about it today. I don't think we did. I think, I think all it caught was the Instagram, but you know, do what the fuck you want. If you're Brady at this point. And who was it? So the, uh, it was, it is like whoever designed it or whatever, his granddaughter, daughter, is his daughter, something like that. It was, Talking his granddaughter, how, she's like losing sleep over it. It's like, dude, wait, what? Oh yeah, I haven't, slept, I haven't slept the best. I haven't slept the best three nights thinking about Brady throwing the trophy. He owes me an apology. Shut up! <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is so stupid. It was pretty this reckless. Is so, <laughs> this is so 2021. No, it's who cares? It's if a I'm Brady, I fucking throw it, it in the water. Be like, yeah, dude. They've all. It's the one. only one of its kind. <laughs> If it falls to the bottom of wherever they were, worst case is it's lost, and they got they got to get it. They got to get a new one. They got to replace the damn thing. No one, you know, knows anybody. An apology here. It's not like he. It's not like he was pissing on it. You know, in front of in broad daylight, he he threw it to his teammates on another boat, and it was like a fifteen foot toss. It wasn't a big deal. He wasn't gonna piss on it in broad daylight. <laughs> That's my point. Like that would have been deserving of an apology, right? Throwing it to to another boat. Over some Mark, water, big deal. Mark, Mark Cuban took the the after the Mavs won the trophy into the men's room in a urinal and got a photo off. Yeah, which I that always bothered me. I was like, this is weird, man. Like, there's a better way to do it, Mark. Yeah, and as as Juliet points out right here, I know we already put this comment up and putting it up uh, again. Uh, people drink out of the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and that there's much more significance to that trophy than the Lombardi trophy that's produced every year. There's only one. There's only one Stanley. I hate that bit there's, though. Like the one trophy. Like, oh, I think it's the coolest. I think it's the coolest thing ever. My I brain like fries when I try to think about like, okay, what happens when they run out of space? Like, and I know they like redo <laughs> the rings, but like, it makes me anxious. Think about like, okay, what, like, are they going to have to do a second one? Like what's going to happen? But uh, you know, I know. Um, you know, it was almost destroyed when, uh, after the stars won in 99, uh, Ed Belfour, Eddie the Eagle, they were partying at a uh, Pant. This is all true. Drummer and, of Pantera's uh, Vinnie, house. Drummer of Pantera, Vinnie Paul's house. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Dimebag. Um, and he threw it off the off of a balcony, in, like into the pool, and just smoked the side of the pool and dented it. <laughs> you know, he, shit happens. He's a wild ass. There's also a video of <laughs> Gronk holding Lombardi. I don't know which which Lombardi it was and which year. I know he has a few rings at this point, but. Someone was was throwing a baseball to him, and he was bunting with the Lombardi Trophy. Very recently, that. I don't I don't know if if this if this woman saw that video, but I don't think she would be happy about it. I wonder uh, where all the backlash was for. I don't remember the bowl game or the quarterback who dropped the fucking bowl trophy and smashed it in the <laughs> locker room. <laughs> oh yeah, that was this year, right? Yeah, we need more of those incidents. Yeah, but you know, she's got to chill out. Dylan, how far could you punt the Lombardi Trophy? 
You got a thing not very far, Dave. That thing's made out of what? Silver, right? It's pretty heavy, I think. Probably not far at all. Hey, do you remember like three months ago when the biggest thing was the fact that somebody was putting up metal rods in the middle of the desert? (laughs) (laughs) I do, yeah. What a stupid fucking thing. The monolith. (laughs) Who did that? Do we ever figure out who did that? Three dudes, Uh, three white guys, I'm sure. It was aliens who went to Lowe's and bought some rickets, (laughs) some tools. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, What a joke. I need a, a final decision to be made to settle dip picks on the year. And I'm glad that the two of you are here because uh, a lot that will be decided will involve at least uh, one of you. So. Uh-oh. Ew. Seriously? So gross. Before the Super Bowl, we decided two things. That the loser of dip picks, last place, would have to basically do an entire show or four shows I think we decided on was, was uh, the goal wearing the Cole Campbell, Garth Brooks, <laughs> Madonna, Britney Spears headset as your microphone. Uh, Dylan, I think countered and requested to be able to wear what shirt that's like five XL. Oh yeah. The, the Cole Campbell. Um, yes. It's a bubble, butt baddies t-shirt is what it is. And it's, I have a photo so at the office. I have a photo yeah, of there's a photo it. of me wearing it. It is quite large. Okay, so maybe that bet's been paid, but I think doing a show in it uh, may be on the table. The reason I bring all of this up, just to cut to the chase, Micah led the pack going into the Super Bowl. He, he picked the most games correctly, I think, by about nine games. He was 89 and 73. Dylan David had tied at 80 and 79, and the numbers there are going to be thrown off because we added some value for like the – national title game to the uh, NFC and AFC championship game. And I don't multiply your losses, only the wins. I was at 81 and 78. So not much better. Dylan, David, y'all were tied on the points going into the Super Bowl. I was in last place at 97 points. Mike was in first with a hundred. We agreed on one other thing or two other things that the Super Bowl would be worth three points. In addition to that, we would say that the score of the Super Bowl was its own prop bet. It was also worth three points and only one person could win. The third issue here is that David didn't make any picks Super Bowl week. He was a little bit busy. Ah, he was, he was having a baby. He did announce who you picked your winner. Yes, but all the prop bets he never filled in. So you did get three points and I think Uh, that saves you here, but no, when we talked about the closest score bet, and Dylan, I'll defer to your interpretation here because I think you and I had talked about how we want to do this. We said the closest score, only one person wins. But then when y'all gave your picks, you gave a pick and a score. So are we saying that the person with the closest score and the correct teams or just the score separate? Uh, I think th- I think those are two separate bets. I think that's fair, and I think you're right. Because of that, you're not in last place. Because I'd pick the scores 34-25. You'd pick the scores 31-24. It was like, what, 31-9? So yeah, you were closer, but you had picked Kansas City. So we'll give you that one. With that said, David... Shit. Also, Dylan, you win the uh, 
dip picks at 103. <laughs> now that I look at it, what? Mike and I tied at 102. David at 101 in last place. And we'll be rocking, getting big Cole Campbell T-shirt and yeah. or headset. Getting big. That's, that's future the, too uh, much dip. <laughs> that's the easiest bet pay off of all time. That's going to be a fun oh, one. I'll, don't even I'll do that. Man. I'll do that anyway, but uh, I don't like being last place. I'd like to, I demand to see the, uh, the, the numbers here. I, I maybe you like should, uh, I picked the Super Bowl get, winner. Maybe you should get sharp on the sports. Man. So did I. <laughs> get sharp I, on I the picked sports, Tampa too. Wait, so wait, Dylan, hold on uh, on the, on the score. So Dylan picked Kansas city 30, 31, Bucks twenty five, right? Then that yeah, wasn't the score because the Bucks won, <laughs> but somehow Dylan gets points for that. Okay, that's fine. Just give me the give me the headset. I'll be there. Because if we'd because gone the other the, way, Dylan would have been in last place. <laughs> from, from first to last, basically, uh, because we gave it three points. That's how it worked out. I don't uh, know how, but uh, you know. I didn't get to play the same number of games, technically. This, yes, you did. Stop the steal. No, 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 no. I will go to Dylan and the group chat. You were given multiple uh, requests to throw in the picks, both live on stream and the day of. And we got confirmation. Next time I'll ask my future son to not be born. (laughs) Oh, that was, that was the, the, we went lot, we were doing the stream Mm -hmm. and you had to dip out early. Mm Mm-hmm. As we were filling it in on Thursday That's night, right. K- KJ's you had right. Three KJ's days right. to put these picks in, and two days before Young Rhodes was born, you had time. I, I you know what? All, all, all my dippers out there, stand down and stand by. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh man, I don't, I don't like where this is going. You know what? <laughs> We started with we're trips gonna, to Cabo. Everybody was in on that. <laughs> we're going to exhaust every resource we have. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how oh, we went stuff. through a whole entire season and somehow at the very end it was that close because for a good while it was, uh, it was definitely uh, Mike was running away with things. We didn't have to change the rules to catch him up. He just had two or three shit weeks and David went on a fucking heater with his uh, big boy stacks like three or four weeks in a row. And then Dylan had like two nine and one weeks. Uh, so yeah, Let's fun go. times. Anything else we wrap this shit up? No. I want to go play. I want to go to Verdansk. I got nothing else going on. Fair enough. I'll see you on Verdansk later. I, I want water so bad. So bad. I just want to go. I just want to go dip my head in water and just, I feel so gross. Let's go. Shower. Aqua Imagine. free. Too much dip. I appreciate you all participating. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.